What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Behind the Glass Sports Podcast. We thank you guys for tuning in. Hopefully, you're having a great Friday to start the day. Hopefully, you had a great Thanksgiving yesterday and uh, ate plenty of turkey, ham, duck, ostrich, however you get down on Thanksgiving. (laughs) Hopefully, you enjoyed that and had a great day uh, spending it however you spent it. Uh, we apologize for the football you had to watch. I mean, that Detroit Lions game, uh, it turned out to be a good game. Oh, look, there it is. It's it's like a Joker theme now. It's like uh, purple and green. Oh, and I can even see you have two little people next to you. Dude, stretch again. Look, watch. Stretch again. Do it again. Do it. Go on, do it again. They do it in synchronization with you. They were like, oh, <laughs> that was awesome. Uh, Brandon stole on the other side. Mm-hmm. His lighting, his... Uh, it's interesting over there. I don't, I don't know what, what's going on with your So camera. it's, it's uh, Discord, then, is what, what it is. It's Discord. Really? Yep. Interesting. Well, we can at least see you today. So even if it is a Joker theme, we'll just have to roll with that. But uh, hopefully you guys had a great Thanksgiving. I know ours was great. Ate a lot of turkey, food comas, all that good stuff. Except for the football. Football wasn't really great. Uh, Detroit Lions game, it was kind of, it was kind of, eh, you know, it was it was close, wasn't it, at the at the end? Or maybe it was No idea. Didn't watch any of it. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to remember. Was it close? I watched a little bit of it. No, 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 no. Houston blew them out. Okay. And then the Redskins game was not close. Out. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so, yeah, so never mind. I don't know what I'm thinking. Uh, so I apologize for that. But we thank you guys for tuning in. We got a lot to get to today. A milestone. Do you think reached. they'll ever change the Thanksgiving teams? Um, because the well, Lions have sucked for so long. The Cowboys are just so inconsistent. Like, do you think they'll ever change it to two teams that are usually well good consistently? Well, the, I just saw. That's funny you mentioned that because I just saw before we started Bomani Jones tweet out that uh, over the last twenty years the Detroit Lions are four and sixteen in a game that they've hosted at home on a short week. So I think it's time. You know, I, I get it. Those Dallas and, and the Lions, they're the, like the two traditional teams that play on Thanksgiving. Um, I just think each year it should just be just make it the best games. Right. I mean, right. you know, going into the season, make it the games that you think will be the best. No one wants to see the Detroit Lions. Like, I'm sorry. They're just they're not good. <laughs> they usually lose. I think their fans would like to be spared that on Thanksgiving to see their team lose. They already feel fat from eating or, you know, (laughs) they're probably depriving themselves of food before they get fat from eating. So they don't want to have to watch that as they're fasting or or filled up with turkey and about to go into a coma of sleep uh, from all that chemical. Um, And then for the Cowboys, I mean, I, I don't know. I sure if they want to change it, I don't really care to be honest with you. I don't care to see one team. Or anything like that, um, but I think the Lions for sure is one that they should reconsider. You know, putting it, what is? Oh, it's like an aura. You just got a lot, get a lot going on. <laughs> I just, I look over and see your face <laughs> as this light is just springing in the background. Oh, it's like a nightclub. Oh my gosh, it's hilarious. Um, but no, hopefully they change the lines because. It's brutal to watch that, but I mean, Thanksgiving football is always fun. 
It sucks because the best game of the day had to get canceled right. yesterday because everybody in Baltimore seems to be getting sick on the team. Lamar Jackson came down with it. Um, I think Mark Ingram, did I see that? Or maybe another running back came down with it. I mean, they've they've had a legitimate like outbreak on their team out there. So, um, And they might have to actually like cancel that game altogether because I don't... I don't know how many healthy guys are going to have to play the Pittsburgh Steelers on Sunday. So it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. But for what we know now, it seems as if the Denver Broncos game will still be on. And uh, they play the New Orleans Saints, who coming off of a win with Taysom Hill. Um, this is a weird game. It's a weird game. I still think the Broncos will lose. Don't get me wrong. But... Taysom Hill, I mean, before last week's start, I think he had more tackles than completions in the NFL. So he's still kind of unproven as a quarterback there. Um, if there's one thing that Fick Fangio does well, it's confuse young quarterbacks who don't have experience. So maybe there's some hope there. But then again, you got to rely on the offense to give you that boost. And we just don't know what we're going to get week to week with Drew Locke. I saw Jerry Judy didn't practice yesterday. Maybe that changes today. Um, he has, you know, the shoulder thing, and I guess he has a foot thing now. So I don't know. With this game coming up, they, they, they've got their work cut out with a good New Orleans Saints team uh, coming coming to town. Yeah, it, it's a weird one. Um, this reminds me of of last week uh, with, with Miami. Uh, young quarterback, hasn't played a lot. Uh, it's a good team, but at the same time, it feels like a trap game for New Orleans. Uh, you got a good win last week and the week before. I believe they're on a, what, three, four-game winning streak? Um, the Saints? Yeah, yeah. They, they might be. So, you know, it. I think, again, the Broncos get so lucky with some of these, or so unlucky, I guess, with some of these. Um, no, they have a three, four, five. They have a seven-game win streak. Uh, the Saints do. So they won twenty-four to nine against the Falcons um, with Taysom Hill. I, I just, I, I think this is like the ultimate trap game. You've won seven in a row. You got a good win against a, a Falcons team that's been playing well uh, with a, your backup quarterback. So I don't know. This is this is a weird one. Like you said, I I don't know how. I don't know how to pick this game, yeah. Because it, it, it's if it was in New Orleans, I would pick New Orleans. But New Orleans isn't a great road team. At least in the past, they haven't. Um, their their win streak out of the seven games, uh, four of them were at home. They were at. Tampa Bay at Chicago at Detroit in the three road games. I don't know. I, this is well. And if you look at it too, in that win streak, there's a lot of bad teams. There's a lot of bad there. teams. I yeah, mean, there's they, only they beat one. The Lions by six. They beat the Chargers by three. They beat the Panthers by three. They beat the Bears by three. Uh, you know, they obviously blew the doors off of Tampa, which they've done twice now. And then you know you beat the Niners, which is a bad team by 14 and they beat the Falcons. So, uh, I mean, give them credit. You, you, you're supposed to beat who's on your schedule, no matter what. But if there's any hope, I guess you could take from this as a Broncos fan, looking at their win streak is look, they only beat the lions by six. They only beat the chargers by three. They only beat, you know, Carolina by three. They only beat the Chicago bears by three. Um, so I, I think 
I think the Saints won't necessarily, unless you're Tampa and Tom Brady, they won't blow you out, but they'll give you a chance to hang around. And that was with Drew Brees. So minus Drew Brees out of that equation, you know, there's going to be some difference. Obviously, you're playing a more athletic QB in Taysom Hill, but there's going to be, you know, he doesn't have the mind of Drew Brees. He doesn't have the anticipation. He doesn't have the experience of Drew Brees and seeing defenses and breaking them down. And fun fact, the New Orleans Saints haven't beat the Denver Broncos in this century. Did you know that? Wow, really? They The last time they beat the Denver Broncos, I guess, I saw Mike Kliss tweet this out the other day, um, was in 1994. So, I well, guess... Well, they're due. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, they're due for a win, but like you said, this is the ultimate trap game. Now, yeah. they won't really have to worry about much coming to Denver because there's going to be no fans. They've completely stopped that. Mm-hmm. So, I guess the only thing you'll have to worry about if you're the Saints is the altitude. Um, but at the same time... It's the Broncos, so you never know when that mindset could creep in, like, ah, we'll just roll the ball out there and we'll be able to beat this team down. Um, and then after that, they have the Falcons. So, I don't know, maybe maybe this is a trap game that the Broncos can can somehow be competitive in. And, and listen, the, the Broncos haven't been... We say this all the time. The Broncos, they don't necessarily get blown out. Right. <laughs> At least they haven't this year. Um, now that Tampa game turned out to be a blowout, but in each game, they're at least in it for a good portion. Well, like the Kansas, Kansas City. City game, they're in yeah. it. And then yeah. Drew, Drew Locke hands it to the other team continuously. So I don't, I don't know. know. I, I would take like New Orleans is favored by six. I'd probably take the Broncos on that. I think this is going to be a close game. Uh, I don't think New Orleans wins by a touchdown. I just don't. Uh, unless... I guess the only way that happens is if Drew Lock turns the ball over a ton. But I think they're going to protect him again uh, this week like they did last. Play smarter, run the ball. The thing with with the Saints, um, well, Taysom Hill last week, 18 of 23. So he, he was accurate, 233 yards. He got sacked three times. Kamara uh, did not run the ball well. They only... Well, I mean, I guess he did. He had 13 carries, 45 yards. Murray had 12 carries for 49 yards. Hill had 10 carries for 51 yards. They ran for 168 yards. Um, Michael Thomas had nine catches, 104 yards. Sanders, four catches, 66 yards. I didn't watch that game. um, But just looking at the numbers, I mean, they blew out Atlanta, so it's hard to kind of figure out um but I, I i just don't know how the broncos can, can the broncos stop the, their run game i think i think that's the question yeah you know how because the broncos russian defense has been pretty good this year but alvin Kamara is is a different type of running back and we saw i mean in oakland they couldn't stop the run Josh Jacobs had, you know, 21 carries, 112 yards. Booker had 81 yards. But those are two bigger, more physical running backs. I don't know how, you know, this with Alvin Kamara's speed, I don't know. I don't know how. Maybe Murray has a good game because he fits more of that mold, but I don't really know what to expect from, from this Broncos team at all. Yeah, I'm looking at the, the Saints... Um their offensive stats and I mean they're a middle of the pack passing team uh, Mm -hmm. in terms of yards per game they're about 15th 
when it comes to that. But when it comes to rushing the ball, they're they're eighth right now, averaging 125.3 yards per game. I don't know where the Broncos stand right now. Let me pull it up in terms of uh, defensive stats. But, I mean, that, that seems to be the key. I mean, with Michael Thomas, too, I mean, you... I guess it's pick your poison. Where do you want to start? I mean, if you if you play the run, then you're going to leave Michael Thomas out on an island with guys, you know, like he's saying Bassey and, I mean, I guess Boye and Callahan. So, I mean, if you're Vic Fangio, do you trust your secondary to hold up, you know, playing one-on-one, uh, playing mainly, you know, some zone, allowing him to kind of pick you apart there to, to sell out to stop the run? Or, you know, do you leave the, the box light and, you know, Hopefully your your front five, seven guys can can stop the run without necessarily needing any help to stop those guys. So but with Taysom Hill, we have to keep in mind, like this isn't Drew Brees, so it's gonna be a different type of team and how they play things. I don't let's see. I, I know the, the Saints defense though, on the other hand, is is very legitimate. They're a good team defense. Let's see. In terms of total yards this year, well, maybe not. Team defense, they're 30th in total yards that they've given up. Yeah, they, they give up a lot year. of yards. Um, again, I mean, they, they've given up a lot of points early on in the season. But the last three weeks, they've given up 3, 13, and 9. So the last three weeks, they've been really good. Before that, they gave up at least 23 in every game. So I, I, yeah, I don't know. They're, they're I, middle of the pack pass defense. They give up close to 230 yards. I mean, they're, they're lower half of the league when it comes to that. They're, they're 21st in that in rushing defense though. That's, that's a different story. They are first or excuse me, second, uh, just a yard point, 1.3 yards behind Tampa Bay in rushing defense. They only give up 70, 74.3 yards a game. So, if you're the Broncos, that's something you don't want to hear. Because what did we see last week? We saw Drew Locke not have to win the game by himself. The offense didn't force him, and Shermer didn't call plays for him to try and win the game by himself. They relied on that running game, allowed him to, you know, sit back. When did Drew Locke make most of his plays? When he was on the run, uh, he was under center way more last week. But it was bootlegs, it was designed you know, stuff for him to, to get moving out of the pocket. It wasn't him breaking down and running by himself. He wasn't in three wide a lot. He wasn't taking a lot of shotgun snaps, as at least for the majority of the game. It's, I mean, they're going to have to stay consistent with the run this game. This can't be a week where you see Melvin Gordon get eight carries and you see Philip Lindsay get four carries like they did a few weeks back. You have to stay consistent. If you're just getting two yards a pop, three yards a pop, you have to remain consistent because the moment you go away from that and you go pass heavy, that's when bad things are going to happen, especially for Drew Locke, it, whether him being sacked or him turning the football over. And I'm curious to see where the Saints are in terms of turnovers on the Well, year. I believe they forced three last week Last week against Atlanta. Um, uh, or maybe two. Uh yeah, two turnovers last week. I don't know. I this is they they got a lot of turnovers against Tampa Bay. <laughs> uh, I feel like most of their turnovers are just from those two games alone. I don't. This is like I said. I 
I don't know what to expect from New Orleans. They're eight and two, but I don't I don't feel like they're a legit eight and two. Like they're a good team. I just think they're a little inconsistent. I don't know. This is traveling to Denver. They've won seven in a row. I don't necessarily think Denver will win, but I think it's a close game for sure. Well, one thing that's kind of concerning to me is they are the Saints defense is fifth in the NFL in interceptions this year. They have 11. Yeah, but a lot of those came in in, in two games against Tampa Bay. Sure, but I would argue that (laughs) you have probably the, the worst quarterback this year or among them in throwing interceptions. So if they can get them in bunches, then they can definitely get them in bunches this game against Drew Locke. You know, uh, two, three. I, I wouldn't be shocked if Drew Locke, if they can't get the running game going and they, they go away from that and they go to the pass, I would not be shocked if Drew Locke came away ending this game with two picks, three picks. It just wouldn't shock me. And they they got eight sacks last week um, in that game. So not only can they stop the run, but they can get after the passer too with guys like Cam Jordan. So if you're the Broncos, like it's it, it if you're Pat Sherman, it has to be the necessity has to be stay committed to running the football, no matter what it looks like. Even if you're getting stuffed for two yards, one yard, like you you have to just have that threat, because just having that threat of it can keep that line those linebackers honest. And then once they sync up a little bit, you give space, just that much more space to guys like Judy, to Tim Patrick, to Noah Fant coming across the middle, KJ Hamler. They, they just have to be consistent. I think that's the key to this game. If the Denver Broncos aren't committed to running the football, no matter how it looks, they're not going to have a great shot to win this game. I think that's where, where it's all going to come down to. Because if Drew Locke has to be relied on to win this game, this is not the game to do it. <laughs> like this is just It's just not going to happen for him. So we'll know right away. I mean, I would say after the first quarter... If Pat Shermer, you know, if there's not at least 10 carries, um, at least 10 carries to start that first quarter, then maybe that's a little bit much. Maybe I'd say seven carries to start that first quarter, then you, you know right there the, the game's not going to go well for the Denver Broncos. Yeah, I mean, if they have seven carries and I don't know, I mean, I could easily see them going three and out three times in the first quarter. So, uh yeah, I I don't think they win. But it, again, it, the same thing last week. It's a it's a trap game for for New Orleans. But it, with, with trap games though, I think if I don't uh, the the way New Orleans runs the ball, I don't think that they can lose this game just because I don't think the Broncos will, will be able to hold, like stop them from getting 120, 140 yards because they have, they have two, they have, they have two running backs in which they can change the pace with them. And then you have Taysom Hill, Taysom Hill running the way he does. They'll be able to put together long drives. I don't know if they'll be able to score touchdowns, and also look out for Emmanuel Sanders to try and have a big game too. So if they if New Orleans can do what they did last week and get 24 points, I think they win. 
So if if they can run the ball against Denver, I I don't see Denver being able to beat them at all. But again, I mean Denver's defense has been so inconsistent too. They'll come out and play great defense, especially against the run. And so that's where it gets so confusing with this team is De- Denver is just so inconsistent. They're usually really good at, you know, against the spread when when it comes to Vegas. So that's why Vegas has this a six-point game. I just feel like it's going to be a close game. Yeah, it's Jekyll and Hyde with the Broncos defense. You never know what you're going to get. Against the pass, they're 24th in the league. They give up 225 yards a game. And then when it comes to to stopping the run, I mean, they're... Where are we at here? Um, Let me even see that. Oh, 20th. So they give up 121 yards a game. But they've shown that at times... They've shown they can do it. They play better than those stats suggest. Right. You know, right. we've seen the secondary, Bryce Callahan and those guys, play really well against good competition. And then, you know, in the defense, you know, stuff guys, you know, like Derrick Henry, you know, he only had one long run, I think, in that Tennessee game. You know, they were doing really well at bottling him up, and then he breaks one. So it's just, you don't, I guess that's another key. Which Broncos defense are you going to get this week? Are you going to get the one that was like last week that can keep them in and, and that we see almost week to week that keeps the Broncos in it? You know, they, they're they Ben. They're the ultimate. Vic Fangio is the ultimate bend but don't break defense. At least that's what it seems to me. Um, I don't know if that's how it was in Chicago and everywhere else he's been, but it's the ultimate bend but don't break. Teams can, can move the ball on them, but once they get to the red zone, they normally tighten up and at least... For a good portion of the game, they'll hold you to field goals. They may give up a touchdown here and there, unless they're just completely off their game and they're just getting ran, you know, through. Then that's that's different. But for the most part, they're bend but don't break. So I mean, for the for the Broncos defense, it's which defense is going to show up this week? Is it going to be a defense that's competitive and ready to play and able to to give the offense a chance? Uh, or is it going to be just one because if the Broncos defense is, you know, just like Swiss cheese and they're letting everything just go through them, then then they really don't have a chance. So it doesn't even matter if if the Broncos, you know, aren't relying on the running game, if the defense can't stop this New Orleans Saints defense or excuse me, offense. I'm curious, what do you think they have to shut down? Like if you're Vic Fangio and Ed Donatel this week, if, if, if Ed is back, you got to stop the run. OK, you got to force Taysom Hill to beat you. Yeah. He's got two great receivers, so he could do it. Um, and I don't think Taysom Hill is a bad quarterback. He was he was very accurate last week, and, and they gave him they they gave him a lot of help. And so that's why if you can stop the run, force him to throw 30, 40 times, you'll probably get a pick or two. But even then, if you stop the run and you make sure you stop the run, you have to make sure that your guys can hold uh, Michael Thomas and and Emmanuel Sanders to just, you know, 50, 60 receiving yards and not have one of them go crazy on you. So that's where if you put a lot of the focus on the run, if you're Denver and, and, and it works, do you trust your secondary to not let Michael Thomas and Sanders just blow you up and i don't know if i can trust that either 
Yeah, but I agree. I think the best thing to do if you're Denver is to try and take away the run, um, especially if you're Taysom Hill too. I mean, you know, trying to stop him a little bit mm-hmm. because that's he he's a he's a very good threat on. The well, ground. one thing the Broncos are not good at, and they've never been they they seem to always struggle against these type of quarterbacks that can take off and run. So you know, I wouldn't be shocked if Taysom Hill came out and and ran for seventy yards. Because Broncos, for whatever reason, aren't very good at stopping those type of quarterbacks. Yeah, I'd say you got to keep him. Recent years. You got to keep him under fifty yards this week. I mean, if you want a chance to win, if Taysom Hill runs for more than fifty yards, and that seems like a lot, but I mean that could come from one long run, you know, like one twenty-yard run. And a- we had fifty last week. All right, well there you go. You got to keep him under fifty. Um, you have to try and contain this running game. I don't know who's going to cover Alvin Kamara out of the backfield because our linebackers are not great at that. So that's just going to be a nightmare. I mean, they might be able to stop the run, but I don't think they can stop Kamara in the passing game. Uh, New Orleans is very smart in how they, and uh, how they run the offense with Taysom Hill. So they're going to take advantage of a lot of Denver's weaknesses. I don't know. I this is like I said, this is a weird 50-50 game. Because if you get if you get the Broncos from last week, they can win. If they get the Broncos from pretty much any other week, they're going to lose. It just depends on okay, how much, you know, will they keep it close or will they get blown out? I could see them getting blown out. I could see them winning it. So I I don't know. This is the only if if this was in New Orleans, I would say this is a blowout. The only reason why I think this is close and, and Denver has a chance to win is because it's in Denver. Even then, the the more we go through it and uh, thinking about Kamara, like I don't know how the Broncos are going to stop. Even if they do stop the running game, yeah. how are you going to be able to contain not only Michael Thomas, who needs two guys, Emmanuel Sanders? Um, and then you also got to find a way to stop Alvin Kamara coming out of the backfield. I just, I, I just think there's too many things stacked up against the Broncos. And then even if you do get those plays where you stop all those guys, Taysom Hill, Taysom, Taysom Hill can scramble for ten. So right. I think there's just too much to account for. There's too much the Broncos not only have to hope for on defense to go well, but they really have to hope for on offense to go well. I just. I really don't see this as a game in which the Broncos can win, um, even if they're coming here. You know, I, I don't even think no fans, n- the altitude, yes. I mean, travel, sure, but I just don't think there's any chance that uh, that they can come away with a win here. Barring injury, of course. Yeah, well, yeah, barring, barring injury. Uh, you know, I don't, yeah. The, in order for the Broncos to win... They have to run the ball well, but you're playing the second best Russian defense in the league. Drew Locke cannot make any mistakes at all. And I mean, he has seven touchdowns and 11 picks. So I don't know how that's even possible. Um, I, a lot has to happen for Denver to win. A lot. Yeah, that's the disappointing part is they just need everything to happen. And I just I just don't think it will. I don't think it can at this point. And I'm I'm looking too on Twitter. I mean, maybe I don't know how real the threat is, but maybe this game 
possibly could get postponed because, I mean, you're seeing Jeff Driscoll tested positive recently, and then another, I guess, Bronco tested positive today. Um, if I read that right, maybe I misunderstood that, but I think another Bronco tested positive today. So with that, I mean, you got to wonder where does that stand for Sunday's game? How do they want to approach that? I don't know. It, it's going to be a crazy situation, but even if they do end up playing, I just don't, I just don't see the Broncos winning. Um, you have anything else left on this game? No, I mean, that's, if I could, I'd stay away from it. <laughs> yeah. That's, you know, that that's. I mean, it, it still is a it, trap game, but I, I think the Saints take care of business. Uh, we do have to say, though, a milestone was reached this week. Hear ye, hear ye. Do you, do you, can you guess what milestone I'm talking about? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I reached 20 game lead. Boom. There it is. How did you do that? Huh? How did you do that? Well, you didn't send in your two picks. I sent in my picks three weeks ago. <laughs> I told you to send me the picks again. Well, okay. Well, I picked them like three weeks ago. Okay. Well, send me the picks. I'm, I'm honestly, I'm correct. guessing that I probably got both of them wrong, though, now that I'm thinking about it. Because if I was, well, three weeks ago, Dallas was really bad. So I probably would have picked Washington, actually. They're still really bad. Well, and send me the screenshot. I told you to send me the screenshot again. So that way I can put on, these yeah, let me... But I missed the Houston-Detroit game. I didn't have a pick for that one. So I, I got that one wrong in general. But I did choose Washington for, for, for the Dallas game. So, now, see, now we got to wait. Now my 20-point lead is is up in flux. So, so no, in my, uh, in my, in my photos, it's, or not photos, in the, the notes app, I have Washington and Houston. Washington and Houston. But of, let me find the screenshot. Of course you do. And send it to you. Screenshot or it doesn't count. Picks or it didn't happen. Vid or it didn't happen i need this 20 point lead i was so excited about that yesterday i was very disappointed that i missed the houston detroit game that i didn't get a pick in before that but let's see you got to make your picks three weeks earlier yeah see the problem you know what's funny oh here it is you know what's funny though if i would have just gave you or if you would have just kept this and put it in and not let me change any of it i would have been perfect on all of them (laughs) i accidentally deleted uh, i'm one of those people are you one of those people that keeps every message yeah oh see i can't yeah so like when i text you i have our messages back from you know since oh, i got my phone see, so i can't i hate when people when they go through their messages and they have like 47 conversations and i'm like why well i delete i delete uh everyone who i don't talk to consistently so like yeah. the only ones i have in there is probably you that's fair my uh my mom and maybe and Aaron for sure and then that's about it so that makes sense but there's I've seen people's messages and they're just like they're scrolling through and it's like it's like a whole they have to literally scroll to find the message I'm like why do you do that like I just like purge my messages like I just delete almost everything frequently so I don't know something about having that all that stored up in there just it just gives me anxiety I'm like I just need to clear this out I just don't like it. I don't know. That's just me. All right. So what's the picks? What's the status here? Put it up to the Hold screen. On. I'm I'm trying to send it to you, but I'm new to iPhones. Hold on. Oh goodness gracious. 
Uh, I gotta find it again. Oh no, was it Houston and, and Washington though? Yeah, it's Houston. Or hold on, let me double check. Here, I, I just sent it to you. Yeah, Houston, Washington, and I had picked the Steelers. Well, the the two weeks before that, I picked the Colts and Seahawks, but then I flipped it. So, well, looks like you've gained a game on me then. So I'm no longer sitting at two games up. Only You're at three. Or well, seventeen up now. Yeah, seventeen. It's horse crap. Manigans. <laughs> See, that's why I sent you those picks, though, because I would have completely forgotten. Although I did remember, and then I was like, well, I have the thing, so I'll just go with that. <laughs> because because I didn't want to... Because honestly, yesterday, if I would have actually picked, like, yesterday instead of three weeks ago, I probably would have picked Detroit and, uh, and Washington. Honestly, I might have picked Dallas, to be fair. I don't know. I have no idea. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to stick to what I sent you three weeks ago because I've been perfect so far on that. So next week I have, well, I have Pittsburgh. I'm, I'm sure Pittsburgh will win. But next yeah. week I have the Ravens, which that game I actually canceled. And then the next week after that, I have the Rams. Next week after that, I have the Raiders. And next week after that, I have the Saints. So honestly, I might just stick with it because I've been perfect so far on that. Maybe you should have done that this entire year. You should have just picked every game. I picked Before every game ahead. Season started because that I mean, would have been yeah. Yeah, it seems like that's uh, that's been better success. Although I probably would have picked against Miami every week. So, <laughs> well, that's true. You probably wouldn't. I I probably would have done that too as well. But, so yeah, I mean, eh, eh, I mean, well, I guess that leaves me at seventeen games up now. So yeah, you won't get to twenty. Oh, I'm getting to twenty. No, I'm getting you won't there. Get you you're you're picking this year has has been very very also, terrible. With, with our bet do you remember what size box we picked oh it was the big one the the, the 12 or how oh, many yeah. comes in 12 yeah. Oh, yeah okay okay oh, yeah. just want to double double we're, we're not doing the wimpy stuff here <laughs> we're, we're not going well, for partial diabetes of them in less than like three days yeah. so <laughs> we're we're not going with partial diabetes we're going full-blown <laughs> diabetes here Okay, I want twelve. I want twelve of those things. Uh, I want just boom, double fist. Bang. <laughs> That's what I want. Probably shouldn't have done that on camera. Now that I think about that, very weird. Yeah, I feel uncomfortable. I apologize. If there are children that watch this, Yeesh. Uh... not a good look for me. All right. <laughs> Anyways, moving on to the rest of our picks for this week. Uh, I also am going Pittsburgh. Um, don't know what's going to happen with that game and you know, if they'll play it or not, even though they already had to postpone it, a lot of Steelers were upset. We get it. But again, same with the Broncos situation. Be careful when you do this, because when the Broncos were talking crap about the Patriots and, oh, they keep having to move our game and I get it. It's frustrating. I thought they should have just forfeited it after like the second or third time they had to move it. That was just me. But we live in a weird time, and then, you know, a few weeks down the road, the Broncos had their own, you know, players testing positive. So be careful with what you say. This is Pittsburgh. Like, it, 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 you're not immune to this. This could easily happen. Plus, you don't know how you how these guys got this. I mean, how were these guys out partying? Probably not. What if they were at the grocery store and, you know, someone coughed in the air and they just happened to walk through that? 
You know, I mean, you just you just never know. So I'm going to go Pittsburgh if this game still plays. Even if Lamar Jackson and everybody was healthy, I think I still would have probably gone Pittsburgh because, listen, yeah. Lamar Jackson can't win big games. That's, I mean, I that's picked Pittsburgh three weeks ago. <laughs> right. Well, there you go. Uh, <laughs> Lamar Jackson just can't win big games right now. That doesn't mean that that can't ever change. But I just don't trust him in, in games like this. He just yeah. he just doesn't win for whatever reason. But Las Vegas versus Atlanta. The Raiders are, are a good team. They're a respectable team. They had the Chiefs on the rope last week again. And I don't know how many of their defensive players ended up playing in that game because they had like seven uh, on the COVID list that were starters, which is surprising. The Broncos didn't, you know, came away from that, you know, relatively unscathed, even though Jeff Driscoll, but they're a good football team and Atlanta coming off of a, a bad loss last week. I think Atlanta comes back down to earth again. I think they just had a get right game against the Broncos. I'm going to go the Raiders here. Uh, yeah, the, the Falcons are one in four at home. The one win came against Denver. Uh, Raiders are four and one at, on the road. I think, I think you have to pick the Raiders here. Uh, the Falcons lost what? 24 to nine last week against Taysom yeah. Hill and the, and the saints. So yeah. I'll go Raiders and the Raiders are just a better overall football team all around. Yeah. I think, I yeah. mean that, that Atlanta offense is explosive. So I don't think this will be a blowout by any means, no. but no. I think, um, you know, the Raiders, they, they're, they're well-rounded on both sides of the ball, the chargers versus Buffalo. I just don't see a way in which the chargers can win. They beat the jets last week, but even that came a little bit too close for my liking. It's like the Denver Broncos shocker. Bad football teams. I'm gonna go Buffalo here. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go Buffalo too. Uh the one thing about the Bills though, their defense is not very good. Uh I wouldn't be shocked if Herbert had a great game, but then the Chargers defense is terrible too. So Josh yeah. Allen will probably have a good game too. And the Chargers find a new way to lose every week. That's what yeah. it seems like. They reinvent the wheel on how to lose the New York Giants versus the Cincinnati Bengals without Joe Burrow. I don't think this game is as interesting or as difficult. I'm going to mm-hmm. go the Giants here. I don't even know who the backup quarterback is for Cincinnati. I believe it's Ryan Finley. Is it I or is think. it? Is it Allen? Is it Brandon Allen that went there? I have no idea. I, I thought it was Ryan Finley. I don't know. Either way, it doesn't matter. Uh, the Giants will probably win this. The Giants, by the way, are a good team. Like they're three and seven. Well, I don't know if they're but, a good team. Well, they're they're one of their if talent. <laughs> they're probably the best NFC uh East. Is that where they're East? Yes. NFC East. They're probably the best NFC East team. Can can we just take a second to to discuss this? Every team in the NFC East is so awful this year. They all are like three or four wins. The fact that one of those teams will end up hosting a playoff game, and it doesn't really matter as much this year because there's no fans. This is why, and just like in the NBA, go to a system to where the best teams play in the playoffs. I get logistically, it's not great, especially for the NBA because there's going to be more West teams than East teams, but... In the playoffs, it should be about the best teams. And, and I get it. You can, you know, there's those once-in-a-lifetime situations where the Saints who were – or was it the Seattle that was 7-9 and nine that year host the Saints 
who are a really good football team and they upset them in the wild card game. Sure, that can happen. But how far did that Seahawks team go? Oh, they lost the next week. Shocker. I would rather see the best teams play than hold out hope for those once in a lifetime games to where you get an upset like that. Just yeah. make the best teams play. I mean, well, none why? Of, none of these NFC teams are going to upset anyone. Well, exactly. Way. They're That's bad the football teams. teams. That at least run the ball. Yeah, all four of these teams are most likely going to be in the top 10 of the draft. So why do they get to host a playoff team or a playoff game? I just don't get it. I think the best team should be able to host it. That's just me. Uh, same with the NBA. I hate the fact that in the East, there's two or three teams, you know, that are the six through eight seeds that are 35 wins, 37 wins and 500. What is the point of that? When you have teams in the West, like, you know, Phoenix or, you know, Minnesota or New Orleans who are in the low 40s to mid 40s and they're clearly better than those teams, but they have to watch. I just don't. It's just stupid to me. But yeah, I, I don't see a way in which uh, Cincinnati can win that game. The Giants do have talent. They're kind of like that ugly girl, but they have a nice personality. So there's something good about her. <laughs> You know, so I mean, if you if you like that, I guess like she's not the greatest to look at, but there are some positives about her there that you could take away that you can like. So, I mean, that's that's what the Giants are. They're the girl with the nice personality. You know, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's that's what they are. All right. Moving along. Tennessee versus Indianapolis. Interesting game. I don't know what to think about the Titans. I think they're a solid football team. I, I pick them and they they lose. I pick against them and they win. I feel I the same way about Indianapolis. You just you just don't know what you're going to get for the most part with these teams. Like they're they're solid football teams. They're good football teams, but any given week they could definitely lose. It feels like. Yeah, uh, I, I, I'm going to go with the Colts here though. Um, it's at home. The the Colts. Here's the thing. Both these teams lost to Baltimore. I, I feel like the Colts, they get, well, no, never mind. Uh, ten, uh, Tennessee beat Baltimore. Um, the Colts won two weeks ago, uh, 34-17. I just think the Colts, they're more, cons- they seem to be, at least, at least to me, they seem to be a little bit more consistent. And, and I think their defense is better than... Tennessee's defense has not been very good. No. I don't know. This is, but again, it's hard. Here's the thing it is very hard to beat a team twice in the same season. You rarely see that. Washington just beat Dallas for the second time yesterday, but that's Dallas. It's very, very hard to, for a team to win twice uh, against another team in the same season, especially when they're two good teams. So that's where I'm like, uh, maybe Tennessee will win this one. I don't know. I just don't trust that offense. And I get you said their defense isn't playing the best. I just, I just feel like they're so limited. They have to rely on Derrick Henry. Like he has to have a good game. I feel like with Indianapolis, they're a little bit more of a threat offensively. They can do a little bit different thing. Oh, this is a really tough one. Uh, I'm going to go, my gut is telling me Tennessee, but logic is telling me Indy here. What's, what's the line? Is this a coin flip? What it's is... Yeah, it's minus three. Okay. So they're just giving that to the Colts because they're at home. Um, all right. Well, what's, what does the injury situation look like for these teams? 
Is there anybody out that's going to significantly sway the game here? Uh, let's see. For Tennessee, looks like A.J. Brown didn't participate in practice. Malcolm Butler was limited. Okay. Yeah, Philip Rivers didn't practice yesterday, but... That's probably just because he's old. Uh, a lot of people didn't practice. Oh, yeah, a lot of players throughout the right. league. Yeah, he practiced Justin Houston Wednesday. is still playing? Goodness. Quentin Nelson didn't participate. Uh, I'm going to go Colts here. I'm going to go with the Colts. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Colts too. I just don't think Tennessee's defense is very good. Um, I don't know. This that That's a tough one. Yeah, I could definitely see it going either way. Um, absolutely, I despise the Minnesota Vikings. I would like to delete them from everything Pick'em related in the NFL for the rest of eternity. I hate, I hate the Minnesota Vikings. I cannot stand them. They would lose to the Dallas Cowboys last week. They play Carolina this week. Um, no, they're not <laughs> Carolina. No, not doing it. And they're going to win this week, too. I fully expect the Minnesota yeah, Vikings I'll, to win this I'll week. pick Minnesota. Uh, oh, ooh, Minnesota, I swear. <laughs> I, ooh, I swear. I better check the injury report. Is there anything for Carolina that's going to... Uh, is Teddy Teddy Bridgewater playing? Christian McCaffrey is limited. I don't think he's going to play. Teddy Bridgewater was a full participant. I'm, I'm going to go with Carolina. I'm telling you. Oh, my. Ooh, I swear if Minnesota wins. I'm, I'm going to pick Minnesota. I think Dalvin Cook has a good game. He's been playing really well. He's kind of injury prone, though. Yeah, That's something is. to watch with him because last week he got taken out of the game or he was dealing with some injuries. He just seems like he's kind of injury prone, and that's something to watch with him. Arizona at New England. Um, New England lost last week, didn't they, to Houston? Is that Did I have that right? Yeah, they lost last week to Houston. They looked like they were coming back on track, and then they fell flat on their, flat on their face again. I'm going to go Arizona here. I think that's a good football team. Yeah, I'll, I like Arizona. But they're they're the thing with Arizona's are really inconsistent, so it throws me off with them. Um, Which makes sense did, because they have a young quarterback. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they lost last week to Seattle, but they beat Seattle what three weeks before. So, like I said, it's hard to beat a team twice, especially a good team. Um, they beat Buffalo by two on that Hail Mary. Um, they lost the Dolphins by three, so they've had. In four straight weeks, uh, one possession uh, score games. They won by three, lost by three, won by two, lost by seven. So I don't like this team is so inconsistent. They do beat the bad teams. Well, I mean, they lost to Detroit and, and Carolina early in the year, but they they tend to. Is New England a bad team, though? I don't think they're a bad team. New England does a good job of keeping games close. And and that's the problem that I have is with Carolina or with the Carolina with Arizona. Um Larry Fitzgerald isn't playing, by the way. Because <sighs> he's on the uh the COVID list. I think this is his first missed game since like 2014. Um Kyler Murray is questionable, apparently. Uh oh, he hurt his shoulder last week. That's right. 
I'll go with Arizona. I just don't trust New England, but I don't know. That's that's a tough one too. Yeah, I I don't think New England's a bad football team, but I just yeah, I don't know. So Arizona for both of us there then. Yeah. All right. Miami versus the Jets. I I can't Miami. Yeah, I can't give any defense for the for the Jets. They're just see you in April. Honestly, just forfeit the rest of your games. Just go on vacation early. Just get ready for for the draft. Cleveland versus Jacksonville. Cleveland. I'm gonna go. Yeah, I'm gonna go Cleveland here. Just can't can't do anything for uh, for Jacksonville there. No, and look, Cleveland's defense is really good. Jacksonville yeah. can the running score. game. <laughs> Jacksonville is probably might have the worst offense in the league. They cannot do anything. No. Uh, New Orleans versus Denver. There's no argument for Denver there. I think it's a clean sweep no, of New Orleans. Take New Orleans. Uh, is there any argument for San Fran versus the Rams? I can't make one. I'm going to go the no, Rams here. No, I, I got the Rams. All right. And uh, Kansas City, Tampa Bay. Depending on what version of Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers you get this week, this could be a really good game. But again, yeah, it's not a night game. So yeah. uh, Brady should be awake for it. Right. Um, I'm going to go KC. I just... I just and until Kansas City proves otherwise, you have to pick Kansas City. Yeah. And given what Tampa Bay's coming off of last week, this is going to be a measuring stick game. Because for them, this could be a potential, you know, Super Bowl matchup for Tampa Bay. So uh, Tampa Bay won't get to the Super Bowl. Well, I mean, They're, if they have that look, hope. Tampa Bay's defense is terrible. Uh, and, I mean... Their their offense, they got a lot of weapons, but the the problem with I think I think we're seeing Brady kind of start to fall off. Um I saw this uh this comparison with Brady. Someone compared this Brady to the the Washington Wizards Michael Jordan. Like he's he's mm. pretty much just a shell of himself. He can do good things at times, but he's just not there anymore and we we started to see it last year when he was in new england uh and the thing about brady too when you put pressure on him he's a terrible quarterback at this point and i think kansas city will will blitz them a lot and if they get pressure on brady he's toast so i don't that's the key to beat Tampa. that's why new orleans is beating them look at every loss that tampa Bay has when they when brady got pressured they they struggled and, and they lost. So I think Kansas City gets pressure on them. And I I don't think this is as close as we think it's going to be. I think it's Kansas City by double digits. Yeah. I, I mean, I think that's why Tom Brady kind of went to Tampa, though. You know, so he could go to a team with a good defense. He has good weapons around him. He doesn't. But their defense is not. I'm telling. Their defense is. Kansas City will roll right through them. No, no, I think so too. Well, I don't think they'll roll right through them. I think that defense. I think that defense has what it takes to. I think Kansas City puts up forty. Wow. All right. I don't think think it's closer than that. I I think it's forty, forty-three to. 31. Okay. All right. Chicago versus Green Bay. I'm not choosing the Chicago Bears. I'm going Green Bay here. Yeah, Chicago beat uh, Green Bay, I think, early on in the season. Um, 
I'm going to stick to it's hard to beat a team twice in, in the season. Um, oh, no, I guess they haven't played each other. What am I thinking of? Oh, maybe it's because uh, Green Bay played Minnesota twice. Um, I guess they haven't played each other. I'm, I'm still going to pick Green Bay. And then to close it out, do you want to wait till Monday to do Seattle versus Philly? Yeah, yeah, okay. we can wait. Although I think... Yeah, I, I'm going to go Seattle. Right. I don't need to wait. <laughs> I'm going to Seattle. But yeah. uh, we can finish uh, that game. I mean, I'll pick Seattle, but I don't think... Yeah, I don't think it's... anything changes. Um, yeah, I, right. I mean, unless Russell Wilson is out for whatever reason come Monday. But I think <laughs> I, that's the only way Philly can win. Yeah, I don't foresee that happening. That's going to do it for us today. We thank you guys for tuning in. Hopefully the Broncos can lose so we can uh, creep up that, that draft position a little bit further, but I don't think that's going to happen. So I just want to end the conversation of the Broncos are just that they're just a bad team. Can we just leave it at that? Yeah. Like I just don't, why has that been an argument? You know, and, and where are all the people that told us, you know, this team was going to turn around and you know you're gonna start seeing the good things from this team like i just they're a bad football team and again i'll reiterate this again they are not bad because they don't have talent they have talent they have young talent offensively and they have talent defensively um some of that talent is hurt and you know Cortland sutton von miller jarrell casey I mean, you're you're without a lot of guys. Other talent opted out, and Juwan, Juwan James, he's not playing. So, and your quarterback's just not very good. Yeah, well, yeah. At the end of the day, your quarterback's not very good, and nope. you have a bad coaching staff. But hey, if this again, I'll throw it out there again. If the Broncos want to prove they're for real, and Drew Locke wants to prove they're for real, here's the stretch to do it, my friend. I mean, you have the Saints, you got Kansas City coming up. You'll have the Raiders coming up. You'll have Buffalo coming up. I think there's like four or five teams that are that are playoff uh, caliber teams. So other than the Chargers and the Panthers in this, I mean, there's some, some good competition. Play well. Play well. Earn a third year. Same with Vic Fangio. Um, I, I think his seat's kind of warm already. You want to show that you're the real deal? Lead your team to, to wins. Coach well. Don't take timeouts in the first quarter. Uh, don't let your special teams coordinator, you know, talk you out of punting or out of kicking a field goal and punting it, you know, be the head coach, not just the defensive coordinator that just also has the title of head coach. So we'll see how it goes. I think it's going to be a, a, a dreadful loss. I think the Broncos are going to get kicked around, but you never know with this Broncos team. I thought they're going to lose to Miami and they find ways to win. So we'll see how it goes for Brandon Stoll on the other side. I'm Stephen Priest Jr. saying we hope you guys had a happy Thanksgiving and we'll see you back here on Monday. Uh-huh.